It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. that question hello and welcome to the Meridian pod part of the 1012 podcast network in partnership with sports social podcast network you can follow us on twitter at the Meridian pod and at the Meridian i'm matt workman and that man over there is my friend joe goodman joe how are things going you're so like professional with it now like long this is episode number 120 of the bear den or at least with the two of us and you know, there have been times where we've talked for 30 minutes before we even mentioned that, oh, by the way, this is the name of our podcast and this is what our names are. So well, this, this is, is the first one. I thought I'd leave. Yeah, a little bit. man, you went right for I'm 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 impressed. No, like, I feel like I should be wearing a suit now. This is like a, you know, we always talk about how this isn't a professional podcast. You kind of made it sound like it is one now. It's still not. It's absolutely not. So. But you, you get to our content. I mean, it, yeah, we'll, we'll, you you we'll may class have, it down a lot. Yeah, you may have already heard an ad, and there will probably be other ads that that'll happen on this. That's that's a new thing. So, um, if you like it, you're welcome. If you don't like it, we're sorry. But hey, it might help us pay for the might help us pay for the tailgate. You hey, know? you know, like uh, like Dory says in uh, Finding Nemo, just keep swimming. Yeah. No, like legitimately, like all the any all like if I ever make a dime off of like anything that happens on like the Baylor sphere, it's just going to go to the tailgate. Like that's all it's 100 percent. It goes to the tailgate. That's what it is. That's what it should be about. But yes, yeah, we're super excited to join 1012, by the way. We've we've kind of followed them since since their inception. And we're following in the footsteps of our friends, Matt and Evan, who were the Baylor podcast on 1012. Now are over at um, the Dave Campbell Texas Republic of Football, the Republican Network. Football Network. That's oh, is that the Republican Football Network? There Republic. you go. That's what, that's what uh, Evan likes to say. Got you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we talked about that with Philip. <laughs> um, so yeah, they went over there, leaving leaving a huge green and gold bear sized vacancy that only the bear didn't fill. For being honest, just us. You know, we were. 
we were probably like choice number six, but at least we weren't choice number seven. Because we just put out con- put out podcasts, like we're we're throwing yeah. content out there. Whether we're not people good, listen to it, that's but another, we're around. That's another thing. Yes, yeah. we're here all the time. <laughs> we're that's that was my friend Thomas, who I, I would say in high school, but he's still like the one person from high school that I regularly keep up with. And that was that was Thomas in high school that we would joke about was like you would you you just always knew he didn't have plans. So if you had nothing to do on a Saturday, you could just go to his house and you knew he would be there. That's that's the bear did. We're always home. We're here. We're like, here. You got nothing to do. Come play video games with us. We'll watch Star Wars. Let's do it. We'll talk Baylor football. We'll party. Always. But Joe, you had speaking of putting content out there you had a conversation with um baylor digital media and their video about their new i guess it's um a subscription a premium subscription package or streaming yes netflix for baylor as it was described by by justin hoff the associate athletic director for creative services at baylor yeah I, i had a really cool opportunity to talk to him last week so You know, one of the things that Matt and I have done as we've kind of grown through this whole like podcasting journey is we've we've done everything we can to like push the envelope on the access that we can get. Just like, hey, why not? The worst they can do is tell us no. So like the first time I ever applied for a media credential, like I was like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Let me just apply. And we got it. It was like, oh, okay, cool. So I got to go to it was the West Virginia game like two years ago. Um. And then now now we've been to pick 12 media days. So one of the things that Matt did was looked into getting um, the media emails, basically the press releases that come out. And last week, uh, before it was announced on Instagram and Twitter, we got an email about this Baylor Plus platform that's coming out. And then immediately after that, it landed on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and so I was I was talking to our friends over at ODB. I was talking to, to Mark and Peter and Matt. And somebody said, we should we should see if we can get anybody to talk to us. Like let's just shoot a feeler out and and see if uh, anybody at Baylor would be willing to talk about this, this Baylor plus this paid service that they're announcing. So I shot an email to, to one of the guys in the athletic department that had sent the email out. And I was like, Hey, can, can we, can we talk to you about this? And within five minutes, he emailed me back and he said, uh, we would love to, but I won't be me. It'll be Justin, the associate AD for creative services. He'll be the one that you'll want to talk to. So I was like, great, cool. And then five minutes after that, Justin emails me and he's like, tell me what time works for you guys today. And <laughs> that's it was. And so then it was more on our end of like, hey, can we get somebody on that can ask questions and somebody that can like record it and produce it? Um, and so, yeah, Matt and I were able to Matt is bear to be clear. Uh, we're able to hop on with him on uh, Wednesday afternoon and, you know, got to sit down, ask him some questions. And then that got dropped on our daily bears as a special version of our daily podcast. Um, and then we also had an article that came up on the site that covers it. But overall, it seems like it's going to be a, a, like a very unique and cool thing. Um, that Baylor fans can experience. Um, it, it is a paid service, so you're looking at about like eight bucks a month if you wanted to do monthly, or you can pay for a full year at eighty bucks. So like the shtick there, of course, is like you get two months for free because you, you're, you're paying for basically ten months if you pay the whole thing all up front. Um, I think the coolest draw of this, Matt, though, 
um, when we were talking about the kind of content that will be released on here is it's not necessarily kind of like the new original content. So they're going to be doing like documentary, like I'm, I'm assuming like um, like hard knock style stuff for the different programs that you'll be able well, to watch. Well, they did that like our time thing on ESPN. Yeah, it'll be more like that. The basketball team, yeah. But they will also have archives. So like he mentioned, like if you wanted to go watch the 1979 Peach Bowl, and see the interviews that Walter Abercrombie did in the locker room after the game. You know, if you want to, they're going to have stuff. There's like, it seems to be very geared towards Grant Taft. Like that seems like something that they're really pushing is um, content with him. Cause they talked about how like they found a show that he hosted in the eighties. Like he apparently had a TV show in the eighties and um, they have every episode of it or almost every episode of it. And so you can just like go watch like the Grant Taft show. Um, and they've got like Grant Taft mic'd up on the sideline when he was coaching. Like, he, I didn't even think they did that back then, <laughs> but apparently there's tons of just archival footage from Baylor. Um, but yeah, overall, it's like, they're going to be constantly putting out new content. He mentions that, that they have, um, they have a lot of footage stored up that they, you know, considered like, Hey, this is for a rainy day. And that rainy day is here for them. Um, I'm interested to see what the subscription numbers will look like, um, because it's it's the first time I think Baylor fans have had anything like this that's a paid service. Um, knowing what you know about it, are you are you gonna pay for it, Matt? I probably would. You I know. will for the first year. I'll probably buy just like I'll probably I'll just take a look, yeah. Do it and see like okay, what what's it all about? Is it you know worth the you know eighty the juice worth the squeeze eight dollars? Yeah. You know, to get good content, like I really like the R Town documentary. And so, Plus. the company that they're they're partnering with to run this, it's a company called Sport and Story, and they are the group that put together the R Time series. Yeah. So if it's more of that, especially like I'll, I'll be honest, like if it's more, you get a lot of like football stuff, behind the scenes, locker room stuff, for sure, that'd be worth it. You know. Yeah, they currently are working. So this this company, Sport and Story. They're they're currently working with Arkansas, LSU, Oklahoma State, South Carolina, Mississippi State, and others. Um, yeah, a, a few years ago, I know I remember LSU rolled out the same time of like premium. And yeah, if you're if there's package. a if there's a college out there that you're like I want to do the same thing that their media content producers do, it's probably LSU. I don't know if yeah. there's a better media department in college athletics no. right now. Yeah, and so like. They rolled that out probably, I think, probably after the championship game or championship season. I remember the the announcements and all that. But, uh, but yeah, so, like, I would do it. definitely check it out. I would definitely see what you're going to get. I think the archival stuff would be cool. Like, let's say I wanted to watch a certain drive from a 2014 Oklahoma State or Oklahoma-Baylor game uh, where the defensive backs decided to play uh, eight yards off the line of scrimmage. I would – that'd be interesting to watch – over and over again. It was it was quite funny because we were um you know we were talking about different stuff. I was talking about with like Peter and he mentioned how like hey if they have the all 22 after after football games, you know. And so I I brought that up with Justin and and he kind of was like I don't know maybe like after the season because like, it's yeah, like, then, like you don't want to give any you like we don't want any un, like we don't like, we don't want to hurt the team in any way by just releasing our all like, 22 sunny docs subscribing to like Baylor exactly to watch like yeah. all 22 film we don't make it any easier for for guys to get stuff well, like but the, like um 
But that would be cool for like the off season to be able to go if they if they were to decide to to release like the all twenty two footage for well, games, you know, like like NFL in the Plus. spring. NFL Plus is just like it's NFL's own streaming. You can like yeah. subscribe to it, and you get. And now they just announced you're going to get like Red Zone comes along with it. It's like fourteen ninety nine a month, but they do release on that like four on that premium package. You get like the all twenty two from like mm. NFL games. So like I was thinking like that would be cool. Just to watch that would all be. 22 film. <laughs> At any rate, there's uh, like the way they've described it is there's going to be absolutely tons of content on this thing. I think it'll be worth the money, especially if like for me, like just being like a, a Baylor dad now where like I have like I have a, a son that is going to be growing up and I would like to indoctrinate him into uh, the Baylor way of life. You know, having something like this makes some things like that easy. Um, but what we do know, so they did release kind of like high level of of what you can expect, some of the shows. So there's something called The Follow, which they described as an all-access pass that lets you go behind the scenes with your favorite Baylor teams before, during, and after the games. So this is going to be, I guess, a show that's kind of like locker room. And one of the things um, Justin Hoff mentioned was, um, you know, there's ESPN and Fox and the media partners that Baylor works with they have access to a lot of places and can get footage of a lot of areas, but only Baylor has access to everything. And, you know, like there are moments when the ESPN cameras aren't there and they can't get behind certain doors. The Baylor cameras can. So I think that's going to be like kind of that, where he talked about how there's like footage from the national championship game that nobody's ever seen before from like on the court and in the locker room that Baylor caught. So I'm assuming that's what that is. Then, as you've mentioned a couple of times, there was the Our Time series. What Baylor is calling it in their press release is My Time, and it's storytelling content that spotlights the biggest names and personalities in Baylor athletics, both on and off the field. So this is the one I kind of think you're looking at similar to that Our Time series, right? Yeah. Um, Next up, they have the Baylor Film Room. It'll be Baylor Plus analysts break down the plays and players that make the difference on the field and courts. So this is going to be, I'm guessing, like a studio type show. They'll have yeah. one for each of the sports that are out there. Baylor Rewind, celebrate the g- greatest games, plays, and moments from the storied history of Baylor sports. So that's going to be your archive footage right there. And then Baylor Films, which will be documentaries featuring the stories and personalities from Baylor's storied history. So um, they they did mention a number of times when we spoke with them about how you know, Dave Aranda, especially on the football side, is really into the history of Baylor and is really into like promoting that within the team. And it's something that he's really bought into. Um, and so like he's been really excited to like work with them on getting some of this stuff out. And the coaches in general have apparently given tons of access, um, have really, really bought in on this. So Baylor's very excited to get the word out. That's why that's why they talked to us same day was um they're yeah. like, Yeah, we'll talk to anybody that wants to talk about this. We want to get the word out. So it's releasing soon. I don't have a date on when it when it's going to drop. It said, but the press release said like fall. I think is yeah, what it it, said. it's just generic soon. Yeah, um, like after summer is over. Uh, I so I assume it'll drop some point during football season. Um, but I'm excited about it. I'm gonna. Film I'm gonna buy cool. It. I mean, if they had like former players, or I mean, I don't know who they'd have as analyst on this particular program. But you know, for, I'm assuming it's former players or coaches who could we're going to sit in there in a studio and look at film, which that would be because personally when they would do that, like mega cast on ESPN for like a national championship game, like the coach's film room, that's one of the best ones. 
And so, like, that would be super interesting to watch after the fact to go in there and look at that. Yeah. And it's, I think it's, it's a, it's a unique thing and it shows Baylor's kind of looking forward, right? It's, it's a bit forward thinking again, no telling how successful this will be. I don't know what they need to break even like what they've spent to produce what they've already produced. Um, I've, I have my, this is, this is 100% no inside information at all. Like this is literally just my own musing in my head. I've wondered if this is something that could like, maybe eventually they roll it into like a, a bear foundation level or something. You know, if you, if you donate a certain amount of money, you, you automatically get Baylor plus included or something. So um, I'm, no, I'm intrigued you to see show. how they do things on the business side of this as well. You donate a certain amount of money, you get your own show on Baylor plus. <laughs> the, Matt wins the Powerball and it's workman hour every Friday. And all it is, is he, he just, just talks, talking about star Wars. It's just star Wars on Baylor plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One episode is literally you just watching uh, Revenge of the Sith. Like the, you're just you just remember when that happened. We're just gonna we're just gonna hate watch the prequels. Yeah, that's uh, that kid but, is Darth Vader. Yeah, Doesn't this kids suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but yeah, so talking let's... about what you're asking about, like how successful it'd be. Like I think like my age group and younger. We'll be all about it because we're all like streamers pretty much anyway. Now, I'm there is a big portion of Baylor fans who are of an older generation, and I've I see it on message boards like they don't know how to work ESPN Plus, and so that that contingent. I also feel like those less... are the people that'll throw eighty bucks down and just forget about it, just because it's yeah, just because it's like Baylor. Baylor stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I'm they chalk to... it up as a donation to Baylor. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But overall, cool idea. Justin Hoff, super awesome guy, super super awesome guy. Baylor in good hands with him. And um, yeah. Thanks, thanks for Baylor to Baylor for talking to us because that was that was really cool. But I'm excited about this. I'm going to subscribe when it drops. Just waiting, waiting yeah. to hear now when the official date will be. For sure. So, Joe, we've run through in our previous podcasts pretty much all the Big 12. We've done our kind of like 30,000-foot preview. We've done like our schedule previews. All but one school. One school. Which is where it leads us today is the preview for Baylor University. And so, like, just looking at it, from last year and looking forward to this year, what is your like overall Baylor expectation or preview or how are you looking into the season before we dig down into the schedule? What are your vibes going into 2023? Man, I don't, I uh, like, so just so you guys know, we're going to throw out everything that we've talked about all summer and actually take this one yeah, serious. All these podcasts you listen to, they don't mean shit. Yeah, <laughs> we're done. Yeah, all those times we pick Baylor to win in every single game, we may not in this. So we're we're going to yeah. take it serious. We'll start from scratch. Yeah, with with Baylor, I I don't know. I have I have high hopes. I don't know if I have high expectations. The the struggles from last year, uh, you know, I think the secondary was probably one of the biggest issues that we had. I think. The offensive line didn't necessarily play up to the level that we all expected them to. 
uh, quarterback play left something to be desired. Um, I think some people disagree on the level of how much was left to be desired. Um, personally, I think the receiving core was an absolute liability last season. Uh, and on the defensive side, the, the secondary was just really, really, really bad. And it was so bad that they've completely replaced the entire second. And we've let people walk out the door and said, we'll help you pack, basically. Um, yeah. There was a decided lack of leadership and mental toughness that we have heard about <laughs> over and over again from Dave Aranda this offseason. Uh, and it seems like they're trying to turn a corner there that they believe that they have. But it's almost like the only the biggest thing that Baylor has going for it that's getting people excited right now is it will be different people than last year at some of our more problematic positions, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I'm just not I don't know. Not that I don't think that it will, but I because it's just different. I don't know if different means better. And it's the same thing on the offensive yeah. side of the ball. We've. We're, we're bringing Drake Dabney back. He got hurt early in the year last year, and I think that was a big detriment to the office. He's, he's probably your best receiving tight end that you have on the squad right now. You hope he stays healthy. So having him around is a big deal. You brought in, um, oh, what's the guy, the wide receiver we brought in from Arkansas? Um, hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, uh, uh, Keytron Jackson. Keytron Jackson. Thank you. You know, you bring him in. So he seems to be talented and he's different. He's got skill, maybe. Um, but how does he work in this offense? And, you know, you hope that the receivers that you had last year, maybe take a step forward. Somebody gets better. Um, I've heard tale that it's likely that some guys were playing probably more injured than, than we were than we knew they were last year as well. So like, you know, maybe you get a breakout year from a Monterey Baldwin, or maybe Armani Winfield takes kind of that next step and he jumps in. Um, maybe Josh Cameron is, you know, an all American who knows. But that's the thing is we just I just feel like I don't know. All of that said, they're my school, they're my team, it's who I root for. So my hopes are very, very high. And when I think about this team, we were a six win squad last year that left at minimum two games out on the field. That quite literally just left two games out on the field that they should have had. And that is minimum. Yeah, at minimum, if not more. <laughs> think to like the BYU like we could have won BYU we should have won the BYU game and we should have won the West Virginia game so like right there I could have we should have won both of those football games TCU yeah could have won that game close we we TCU were winning that game to the very last second to the very last second but we didn't stop them on like no everyone in that press box knew what was happening Every single one, we were standing there, we were praying, like we were all huddled together. We were breaking every rule in that press box on on what you were supposed to be doing. That we were just fully rooting for Baylor at that point, but we all knew deep down. So I look at last year's team and I say that's that's a that's a that was supposed to be an eight and four team. Should have been an eight and four team. That team that team was not supposed to be playing in the coldest bowl game of all time. 
that team should have been probably in the game that Texas Texas Tech played. They should have been. I don't even count the. I don't even count the bowl game. Like you know, you said six and seven, or you said six win, but a lot of people say they're a six and seven team, and I don't count that bowl game. No one wanted to be there. Yeah, it was very, including myself. The team was mentally shot at that point too. Like, let's be honest, it wasn't just the weather. The team, the team was not in it. They did not want to be playing football anymore. There was there was internal problems with that program last year. Everybody Aranda addressed. Aranda has addressed. Yeah, I mean, fired fired his own mentor. And his defensive coordinator, Ronnie Wheat, was his right hand man at LSU. Right, that was his guy. So even with all of that going on. Even with all of that, Matt, we're still sitting here saying this is this should have been an eight win team. Yeah. So I look at it this year and I say some things are different. They're supposed to have improved in certain areas. They've brought in replacement guys that are replacing uh, positions of issue from the prior season. So they're supposed to be better. So if you said, Joe, what do you expect Baylor to do this year? It's eight and a half, nine wins for me. That's kind of what my expectation is. I don't know when we go through this schedule what my heart of hearts is going to pick because I'm I'm doing it live from the hip when we walk through the schedule. But that's yeah. that's where my head's at right now is this is an eight to nine win team. That's where I kind of expect them to land. Yeah. I mean, I've heard some positive things out of the most. I mean, I know they had a scrimmage on Saturday and I listened to Dave Aranda talk about, you know, the quarterback, wide receiver, on the defense, and basically he said it's on defense. It's the Mike Smith show, which I like to hear that. Yeah, he's uh he's tearing it up from everything I've seen. Yeah, and then he he had some interesting things to say about Blake, and then about how last year he felt like he needed to be perfect. Well, Blake said that himself, and then Aranda kind of reiterated that and said, "Yeah, I think last year we coached him to be perfect." And they're not doing that this year. I'm not saying like you have, because I can't imagine being a quarterback where your coaching is like you can't make a mistake. We can't afford a mistake, and so the kind of pressure that puts on you as a quarterback to be like I have to make every throw perfect, I have to make every decision perfect. So, so that leads me to think like I read into that like oh so he's playing a little bit more loose, which I think probably what you what you saw his freshman year, or I guess. His red shirt yeah, freshman year. The red shirt freshman year, whenever he came in for 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 Gary at times. You know, I think that game. might be something that, that you made me think about right there that I don't know if we've ever touched on or I've heard maybe other people have, and I just haven't heard it. I haven't I don't think I've re- read anything about this or heard anybody talk about it, but how difficult does it have to be if you're Blake Shapin and you walk into you walk onto campus and here's a guy here named Gary Bohannon. He was like like the Gatorade player of the year in the state of Arkansas. I think he was the top football recruit in the state of Arkansas. He's a quarterback. He's the kind of like expected next guy up. He becomes, you know, he becomes the starter and you're kind of there. Like you're going through that. You're practicing with him. You're in the same meetings as him. You're probably close because the expectation is you're not about to take his job. He's earned the starting spot. He gets hurt. You're freshman, you, you, you know? Yeah. You come in, you play pretty well. You know, you win a game at Kansas State, you close out the Big 12 championship game, and then you go in and you take his job and you basically make him have to transfer out, change his life forever. He has to leave school because he wants to keep playing football. And you come into the next year. Yeah, damn right. You probably even if the coach, even if you don't coach him that way, of course, he thinks he has to be perfect like that. 
I know for me, I mean, some guys are more, uh, people are way more cutthroat than me. I will admit, but that would be mentally tough for me. Like if there's somebody that I had a relationship with and by no malicious intent, just me trying to reach my own goals, I forced them to have to quit their job and go move across the country somewhere else to do what they're doing. Cause I took what they did. Yeah. I'd feel pretty bad about that. And I'd want to make sure I was doing really well at whatever it was I was doing. It must be mentally tough on a person to like come in behind another kid, take their starting job, make them move across the country. So yes, absolutely. I could see him like struggling with that desire for perfection beyond anything like coaches or his teammates put on him. He was probably putting that on himself. Absolutely. I agree completely. Um, That's what, that's what I read into it anyway. All right. So Matt, before we dive in, because you, you, you normally, when we've done these project project predictions, wow. Projections and predictions mashing that word together. Um, When we've done these all summer long, going through each of the teams in the big 12, you've kind of gone into it having an expected number in your head where you're like, okay, this is what I want to reach. And, and you kind of try to see if you get there. Yeah. Now we're going to go, we're going to go into the Baylor schedule, not blind. We've of course looked at it throughout the, the mm-hmm. off season, but we're going to go into it without any like preconceived notions. But I do want to hear, I said, I'm expecting this. Like my expectation is this to be an eight to nine win team. What is your expectation? I'm right there with you. I think like, <clears throat> I think, Eight and four is the floor. Eight and four is the floor. Okay. Yeah. So I think anything below eight and four would be disappointing. Eight and four. All right. Well, let's find out where we land. We have an interesting schedule for the Bears this year. We've got eight home games, Matt. Eight home games. This is the way that it shakes down out of their first six games they play five of them at home they they play six games and their bye week is dead split in the middle of the season they play six games get a week off play six games eight of those games are at home it's it's a sweet schedule you know anybody would take this schedule um for us it, like we have a, we have a tailgate so like we we love eight home games yeah it's going to make it more expensive, but also you get yes. more value out of what you bought. So, and it's and it's All front right. loaded, so it's like eight, like you said, like the yeah, early we games, the hottest games, early. the hottest games. <laughs> oh, well, they're they're the least likely to rain. So there's that. Um, anyway, let's dive in, Matt. We'll go with game okay. one. Probably won't spend too much time on this one, but Saturday, September second. This is a six o'clock Eastern game. So thank God it's not during the blistering heat of the day yet. Um, this one's on ESPN plus. Thankfully it'll be done by Baylor vision and not by this, this school's production company. As we saw a couple of years ago, Baylor will face off against the Texas state Bobcats at McLean stadium in Waco, Texas, Matt, who wins this game? Uh, this is Baylor blows out Texas state. Like they have all kinds of roster issues. On their side, a new coach coming in. So, yeah, I feel like this is a Baylor blowout. No question. Agreed. That's all we need to hear. Um, So that's the warm-up game for what happens next. Now, this one is at 11 a.m. on Saturday, September 9th. So it will be roughly 340 degrees Fahrenheit on the field. Uh, 
by the third quarter. Yes. This is going to be this is going to be a hot game. I I would never actually pray for oh, I don't see I don't know because of who we're playing. I don't know if I want it to rain. Like the, it might be advantageous for this game to be no. as hot as possible. Um, Absolutely. It's 11 a.m. So Baylor will welcome in at for the first leg of what was supposed to be a home and home, but now we don't even know what's going to happen with the away game next year because this isn't a non-con game after this year. We face I off presume, Utah Utes. I would presume they just keep it. They keep it on schedule. It's just a conference game now. Okay, well then you still get to add. You know, you still have to game. add. A, you still have to add like non-con, but yeah. Anyway, so you've got you got Utah coming to town. One of our future conference brothers. Um. Again, this game is at 11 a.m., so it's going to be... They've been very, very kind to Big 12 fans over the course of the last year. I mean... Yeah, this is going to be... They, they've they gotten nicer since the announcement that they're coming to the Big 12. They're like, oh, you know, don't worry about all that stuff we said. Um, yeah, reality has set in. But this is a good Utah team. They're a top 15 team, I think, in both preseason polls. They yeah. are the they're the back-to-back Pac-12 champions. Um, they've got a stellar head coach in Kyle Whittingham. Um, back-to-back Rose Bowl game runner-ups. Yeah, back-to-back Rose Bowl game losses. But hey, you got there. I'll give you credit. Um, they're they're by all accounts a good football team. This isn't a joke. No, of a they are a good football team. No, no question. Good football team. So this is. I mean, this isn't Texas State, and I would venture to say this isn't even BYU from 2021 when we played them after the announcement that they were going to come to the Big 12. Um, this is a tougher game than that, but it's also at 11 a.m. on September 9th in Waco. See, that's why I think. See, I take the opposite tack. I think like they're a tougher team. The game itself will be. I put on par with BYU in 2021. Are you taking Baylor to win? Yes, absolutely. It's 11 a.m. September 9th. Your quarterback's coming off of ACL like in November, I think. And it's you're not used to this weather. And to add on that, I want to shout out to Matt Wilson, who had this little stat. Like, in September, in away games, Utah's like one in three over the last few years. Huh. So like they're they're kind of like remember it used to be like Iowa State doesn't play great in the beginning of the season. You know, they kind of rev up to the season. It's kind of the same thing. Utah doesn't I mean they lost last year on the road to Florida. Who at I think everyone agrees Florida was a worse team than Utah last year. Yes. By all and measures. They lost that game. It's and I get that kind of vibe. We're all about vibes here. I get the kind of vibe of like your quarterback's coming off of a bad injury. You don't even know if he's going to be 100% or if he'll play in this game. It's going to be 11 a.m. in the early September in Central Texas. And your track record doesn't really lend confidence. It's going to be so dry and so hot. So, yeah, so that's those are the reasons. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be – it'll be a good game. It'll be a close game. I just – Expect Baylor to come out with a, a big win at the end of the day. It's gonna be a sweat inducing day. I agree with you. I think I think the home field advantage is a huge thing for Baylor in this game. And Baylor has been will have been practicing in this over and over and over again. And they practice at 4 p.m. right now 
in our August in Central Texas. Now they and do I'm go just, inside for the heat if required. It's blistering. But yeah, they do still practice outside, and this is crazy. Yes, it is extremely hot. This is this is going to be one of those games where you're going to see lots of cramping. Like there's going to be lots of injury timeouts in this game. And here's the thing: is like Baylor plays the similar style in the trenches as Utah plays. Most of our coaches, especially on the offensive line side of the ball, tight end coach, offensive coordinator, they are from BYU who play that same similar style of we're going to be very tough on the line. And so it's it's like Utah going to like a, a school that runs like a fully spread and it's more of a softer team, more of a finesse team. This is a team that they preach toughness down low. They preach toughness on the offensive line and defensive lines. And so it's going to be a very physical football game. If it's a day game in McLean, if there's anything I learned, and this is like the, the Peter Pope adage is if it's a day game in McLean, it's hot. It's just hot in that place. It doesn't matter if it's 60 degrees outside. It's still hot in McLean. So show up. I know it's going to be tough. Drink tons of water, tons of water. Go take breaks on this on the on the uh, on the concourse while we're on offense, but we're on defense. Go make noise. Show them what it's like to come to the Big 12 and play. Show them what it's like to come to play in Waco in September. Um, and this is going to be on ESPN. So this is a huge game um, that Baylor's got going on. So I'm taking a win. You've got a win. Matt, the next game, we're still at home. We're going to go to week three. I've actually already marked down your answer for this one uh, as yeah. uh, on Saturday, September 16th. Yet again, another 11 a.m. kick. This one on ESPN Plus. There may only be 300 people in the stadium for this game. I won't be there. Uh, we play the Long Island University Sharks. Uh, <laughs> Matt, I marked you down as a win. Do you need me to change that? No. Okay. No. I, I am picking Baylor to win as well to go 3-0 and um, through their first three games. And yeah, I, will you be at the LIU game? Uh, yeah, I will be there. Okay, you're gonna go. I'm not. I'm gonna be. I well, I'll think be. I'll say this. I'll be, Atlanta, so I'll be at the tailgate. I think I'll be in Atlanta that weekend. So I don't know if I'll make it inside the stadium. I will definitely be at the tailgate outside of the stadium. Gotcha. All right. So three and zero, and then Matt. What may be the biggest game of the season for Baylor fans, and it's a bit annoying to me that this game is in week four. Um. I really wish we would have gotten it later, but this team gets Texas Tech at the very last game of the year. They, the, the Big 12 awarded that final game against this team to Texas Tech, not Baylor. Um, the Texas Longhorns come to town. It's the it's likely the last time that Texas plays a game in Waco. I I don't see a whole lot of scenarios unless we see a some a, a situation in the future where there are home playoff games and Baylor happens to draw Texas to come. But for what we know about the sport right now and what we think will happen moving forward, it's highly likely that this is at least the last time the Texas Longhorns play in Waco for the foreseeable future. Um, and likely the last time they play Baylor at all for the foreseeable future after a hundred plus times of facing off against each other. Um you know, I I can't stand the University of Texas. I'm angry at them about what about at them about what happened. But I'd be lying if I said if I wasn't given the opportunity, I would take it. So I get it. But still, um, it's fuck Texas forever. And 
I hope the Longhorns have terrible things happen to them. Um, sorry, Pat, my Longhorn buddy who listens to us. I love you, but I'm talking from my Baylor heart right now. And horns down, horns down, baby. Um, Matt, this game, we don't have a time yet. It'll be September 23rd. Uh, this is going to be likely a, a nationally broadcast game, if I had to guess, just based off of what the game is. It's going to be emotional. Um, I've said previously that on the Texas preview that we did, that I had Baylor winning this game, and I'm not changing my answer. Baylor wins. Sends UT off to the SEC with an L. I picked Texas to go 12 and 0 when we did their episode. Um, I picked them to beat Baylor and I'm I'm changing my answer. Yeah. And again, I'm I'm wearing my green and gold hat here. Um I think this is going to be a highly emotional game. I think this will be similar to 2021 when Texas came to town and it was right after we had learned they were going to leave for the SEC. And I think I think I think Baylor cares a lot about winning this game. I think Texas cares a lot about winning games this year too, different than they've cared in the years past. Uh, you know, I think it I think you're gonna see closer to the Texas that played against Alabama last year that really cared about winning that game, um, compared to the team that you saw coming to Waco in 2021 that was not prepared for what Baylor was gonna do to them. Um, that said, I think I think you could play this game a hundred times under these circumstances and Baylor might win 100 of them just because of what it will mean to them. Um, now I, I may end up being totally wrong and Texas may blow us out. I don't know, but I've got, I've got a vibe that this is the game that Baylor wins. So I'm taking Baylor to start four and O you've got Baylor to go four and O. Um, and we send the Longhorns to the sec saying we got the best of you before you left. Matt, here's where things get interesting, though. After the Texas game, again, you're coming off this emotional high. And for the first road game that you get of the year, it's after you play Texas, you head to Orlando, to FBC Mortgage Stadium, to face off against UCF in the bounce house, one of the toughest places to play out of the four schools that have been added this year. You know, it's up there with Provo. Um, And it's their first home game in the Big 12. It's their first Big 12 home game. And so you have to come, you have to go on the road and deal with that. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it. This is Baylor's first loss of the year. I think Baylor loses at UCF. I think Baylor wins. You're going five and zero, huh? Yeah. I think Baylor wins. Okay. I just think they're a better team than UCF. I think this is going to be a terrible game. I think it's going to be an awful, awful game. It's going to be one of those like, oh my, what team am I watching? I mean, right it's now? going to be juiced. That stadium's going to be hype. It no is. Doubt. And again, I think you're going to come off of. I think you're coming off of that. I think if you beat Texas, you know, I, I think I think this is very much the the disappointment after the major high that that happens very often in this sport. So, all right, so you've got you got Baylor winning. Going to the bounce house, grabbing that win. I got them losing for the first time. Uh, after this, Matt, we head back to Waco, and what do we get? The butt bowl. The butt bowl. Yes. Now, we predicted this game last week with Tristy and Steven on the podcast. Um, I picked Baylor uh, to win that game, and you picked Baylor to lose that game. 
Yes. I'm sticking with that. All right. So you've got Baylor's first loss of the year against Joey McGuire and Texas Tech coming into McLean. Yeah. Um, I'm sticking with my answer as well. I think Baylor wins because I do for- firmly believe it's going to be the the Baylor will be Joey McGuire's curse. Well, no matter how good or bad we are, we're just always going to beat them. Um, Texas Tech may win a national championship, but they'll have lost to Baylor that year. Um, and I'm going to stick firmly to that, Matt. So we've got, we both got a five and one team. My loss is to UCF on the road. Yours is Texas Tech at home. Baylor then gets an off week, um, heads back out on the road and goes to face off against another, uh, newcomer into the big 12, their first season head to Nippert stadium and Cincinnati, Ohio to face off against the Cincinnati Bearcats. Matt, what do you think about this? Does, does Baylor grab themselves their uh, a road win? This for you would be their second. For me, it would be the first if I pick them to win. Um, but do you think they beat Cincinnati? Yeah, I just think Cincinnati is going to have some growing pains more so than even than UCF, which I picked Baylor to win. But I think, there's a bunch of changes on the UCF side. I mean, on the uh, Cincinnati side of it. So I think Baylor comes out on top. All right. I agree with you there. I'm going with a Baylor victory. So I, I, I think, uh, I think Baylor's just a little bit of a better football team than Cincinnati is right now. I think Cincinnati is going to be real good on the defensive line. I think just in general, I think Cincinnati will be pretty good on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but it's about depth and it's about, you know, playing these games week in, week out, as we've talked about a number of times, um, that takes some getting used to as you move up to this level. Uh, Cincinnati's definitely got talent. It's just building out a team full of that is is going to be what's important. So I'm going to take Baylor to win this game as well. Next up, Matt, we head back home. This next game will be homecoming suspensions or whatever will be but all we know is that these people have been charged in a in a gambling scandal apparently gambling on their their own team um some some from iowa state which is you know who we're talking about here some iowa state players have apparently gambled against iowa state in games that they played in and then won so there was a defensive lineman who has been accused of betting on texas to win a game against iowa state that iowa state won against texas um, that Iowa State was favored in to win, Matt. So not a good look for Iowa State. Presumably their starting quarterback, um, Hunter Deckers won't be there. Their starting running back, Jarrell Brock, won't be there. And then multiple other starters on like the offensive line and the defensive side of the ball are are caught up in this gambling net um, with both legal and NCAA implications involved here. So... I saw a great joke from a West Virginia fan on Twitter. Uh, it was it was a meme of from Lord of the Rings of the meats back on the menu boys from the Urukai, and it said thirteenth place is back on the menu boys. <laughs> so uh, I think there's a lot of people who are super down on the Cyclones. I am one of them. I think it's going to be a rough year, uh, so I'm taking Baylor to win this one at home. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's going to be a rough year for Iowa State. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, and it's one of those things like over the past few years, Baylor's kind of had Iowa State's number. So I don't I don't expect that to change. Yeah. Yeah. It may be a low scoring game because I think even when they're bad, they're still going to play defense and defense travels. Yeah. They play um, with the best defense 
last year in the Big 12, and they were like, what, like four and eight? Yeah. Yeah. But they're, they are not going to be able to score any points at all. I mean, you maybe have, you don't know who's playing quarterback. I mean, there's a whole, all kinds of stuff going on there. Yeah. You've lost your starting running back. You've lost your starting quarterback. Your best receiver is playing in the NFL this year from last year. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Uh, tough, tough, tough offseason Cyclone fans. I feel for you. Um, you didn't do anything. You just had some idiots on your team. Um, all right. So we're both taking that. Matt, next up, uh, the last newcomer that we face of the year. Um, we get three out of four. We don't get BYU. So this one is against uh, Houston. In McLean Stadium, Saturday, November 4th, Matt, does Dana Holgerson uh, get the best of Dave Aranda? No. Baylor wins. I was wondering if you were saying no because you think Dana Holgerson will have been fired by then. He could have been. I mean, it all depends. I mean, I'm not high on Houston. I don't think I don't think he gets fired this year. I don't think he gets I think, fired I think, I don't think in season. Yeah. If he does get fired, it's gonna be after a season firing. Um, but I just don't think Houston is up to that level to compete in the Big 12 yet. Not that they, yeah, they, we want to talk about the production there. that Iowa State lost. I yeah. mean Houston lost everything. You know, Clayton Tune player Tindell, was like, like they're they're they lost a lot. Didn't and they got raided by other teams, transfer portal losses. They're they're you know, like returning their best running back went to another team. Um it's I'm pretty sure I else. just saw that there's a running back that they had this year that they expected to be I think it was a freshman they expected to like he was like a breakout of camp towards ACL. Yeah. So yeah, Things not aren't going well. Yeah. So yeah, I have Houston I have Baylor winning this game as well. It's in Waco. Um so yeah, I I agree with you there. Now, after this Matt, we have the only time during the year that Baylor plays back-to-back road games, which considering we have eight home games, it's crazy to me that we have a point in the season where we do have back-to-back road games. It's kind of like our punishment for having eight home games. Um, and Matt, they are not easy. They are back-to-back against the purple people of the conference. First one, Saturday, November 11th, on the road at Bill Snyder Family Stadium in Manhattan, Kansas. The defending Big 12 champions, the Kansas State Wildcats, who this was one of the more difficult games I've ever sat through in my entire life last year um, was Kansas state. And that game at McLean last year was just terrible. I would love to get some revenge, go back up there and steal a win. It's a tough place to play though. Matt does Baylor beat Kansas state or do we lose? So I've gone back and forth on this, but right now I have a feeling Baylor wins this game. All right. You're taking them to win in Manhattan. I'm taking them to win. I am taking them to lose. I think this is, I think Kansas State's a really good football team. I think they're very well coached. And I think uh, Snyder is one of the toughest places to play in the big 12. It's going to be November 11th. So it's probably going to be cold. Um, It wouldn't surprise me if what we're talking about right here, we're like both of us have Baylor with one loss heading into this game. I think Kansas State's going to be pretty damn good. So this is likely a night game on national TV. It's going to be a tough, hard-fought football game, and I think I think it's just one of those that Kansas State wins. So I, I'm taking I'm taking Baylor to, to drop this one. Um, 
Now, I did mention, Matt, that we have back-to-back road games. I'm going to skip forward. Yeah, you and I both picked West Virginia to finish last in the conference. Uh, we both picked West Virginia to go 2-10 and 10 on the year. Do you think there's any chance that West Virginia, I think for the first time ever, wins in Waco? No, I don't. Okay, I agree. I think Baylor beats West Virginia. I think West Virginia will have given up on the season by that point. Kind of a, a playing for nothing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I think West Virginia will have an in-season firing. Yeah, I, I do. I agree with you. I think Neil, I don't think Neil Brown makes it to the end of the year. So, all right. So we both have that. So we're through 11 games now. Did it a little wonky. We're going to go back to the second to last game. But Matt, you have Baylor sitting at 10 and one through 11 games. I have Baylor sitting at nine and two through 11 games. The game that I skipped was on the road on November 18th at Amon G. Carter Stadium in Fort Worth, Texas against TCU. We've lost a lot to them recently. And last year was maybe the most heartbreaking version of that. And then we had to watch them make it to the Big 12 title game and then laugh at them when they lost. But then we had to watch them go beat Michigan in a playoff game and then make it to a national title game. We had to watch them make the playoff. As embarrassing as that national championship game was, they reached a place that we've never been before, and we want to be. And we could have held them out of that if we had just held them for one more drive or they had missed one kick. So that stung. I want to beat this team more than I think I want to beat Texas, maybe. Eh, That's not true. I want to beat Texas more this year specifically. But I really want to beat TCU. Do you think I'm going to get my wish? Do we go into Amon G. Carter and do we grab a win this year or are we heartbroken yet again, Matt? So I picked Baylor to beat TCU last year and the year before that. And the year before that. I think, but we haven't done it. So like you said, TCU's won more times than not. And I think they'll win again. At home against Baylor. All right. So you have Baylor officially at 10 and 2. 10 and 2. Losses to Texas Tech and TCU. Oh, that would be painful to lose to those two fan bases. Oh. Which is why I'm not going to do that, Matt. All right. I'm not going to do that. I think think we win this game. Because... For no other reason than we got to win one eventually. So, man, I want to win it bad. And I'm putting it out in the universe. Baylor wins at Amon G. Carter. My two losses are in Manhattan and in Orlando to Kansas State and to UCF. Your two losses, TCU in Fort Worth, Texas Tech at home. We're both sitting at a 10-2 and Baylor after I said I think this is an 8 or 9 win team. So I'm probably a little bit too high on them. Um but you know what? I don't care. 10 and 2 would make me super happy. That probably gets you into uh into Arlington for a chance to win a Big 12 title game and I would take that all day long. But we'll see. It's an exciting time. We're only god, how many days now? Like 20 19, days, 19, 19 days. 19 days. days. 20 or 19? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I can't wait for football. Hey, It'll we got fun. real football to talk about next week. 
you know, next weekend you have week zero, then it's it's here. Man. Well, it's the weekend after next weekend. Yeah, I guess, yeah, technically next weekend, not this weekend. Not this weekend, next weekend. Yeah. 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 You got it right. You nailed it. Man, I'm excited, dude. It's finally here. It's finally here. We can stop talking about realignment, as fun as that was. And we can stop talking about pods and scheduling and divisions, which I don't care nearly as much about. Um, And we can talk about real football. And we get to make fun of people, and we get to get made fun of if we screw up. Yeah. It's here, and I'm super excited. You you alluded to like the twelve the um, tailgate, which I'm excited about that portion of yeah, it. And and by then, the way, speaking of, if you guys listen to this and you want to come hang out, the tailgate is open. Just shoot us a DM. Hop on Twitter. Go to the Bear Den Pod account. Shoot us DM. Come say hi. All are welcome. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a fun tailgate that's put on by. A bunch of different people, a bunch of people this year, especially are kind of throwing down and supporting it. And we've we've made some improvements. It's getting a little bit bigger. We have a permanent tent that Matt's not going to have to chase down tents around anymore. Um, and Heck so yeah. they, our our buddies, Nick, we got Max, we got Alex, we got all these all these folks out there. So Baylor baseball legend, Max Garner, Max Garner, Baylor baseball legend. Yeah, Nick, so, yeah, you might see Peter out there from time to time. Yeah, maybe um, Mark will stop by. Yeah, the the legend David Fankhauser. I mean, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Will stop by? Who knows? Matt, I'll be there. That's what I do. Know. I'll be there. You'll be, I'll be there. there. So we'll be there week one, bright and early. Bright and yeah. early. Well, week one is a 6 p.m. kickoff. So we I'll have be like there all three, day. If I'm being honest, because I have I'll a three-hour drive. I'm I'm down the road. So I'll probably be there like when game day's still on. Yeah. And so you'll be out there. Like the you will game. be the first person out there. You've yeah. got the equipment though, right? You still have like the TV and stuff, don't you? Well, I have I have Nick's. No, no, Nick has the TVs. Nick has the TV. But also, like I think one or two of the TVs were casualties of wind as well. So, but that we have other um, compatriots who have bigger TVs. They've already said that they're going to contribute. So in tables, so it's going to be like you said, it's, it's a bigger affair than it was last year. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a it'll be bigger and maybe more organized. No promises there, but. It'll be a it'll be a good time. I would, I would think all. it'd be a little bit more organized. We didn't have any like real organization. Like, yeah, other, other than, than like us Thursday text, text messages. Hey, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Like Thursday, like hey, we're gonna go up. There Is anybody tomorrow. going? <laughs> so, so yeah, it'll be good times. Excellent. And well, there's Matt, always the ritual. We got like there's oh yeah, whiskey we got involved, we got so. the ritual. So. We will have whiskey, um, and it will it will be fun. So. Matt, we are we're a little bit over an hour now. This one was filled with technical difficulties, but yeah. again, super stoked to be a part of the ten twelve network. Um, excited to see where this goes and and to be a part of a great group. Please, 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 uh, go check out the other podcasts that are around. Um, I'm sure they've got some some 
really interesting stuff about Baylor when they do their season previews too. Um, there's we're working on getting podcast for every school in the Big Twelve. I know that's like Phillips' end goal. I think there's more that he's announcing the this Big week. Twelve. The Big Twelve keeps growing, so it's becoming more. Yeah, more exactly. Like he's constantly having to find new ones. Now he's got to find four four new ones again. Um. So yeah, there's there's some new podcasts that I think are dropping as part of the network this week. So be on the lookout. And then, um, but yeah, go check out go check out everybody at the at, at the ten twelve. There's also a ten twelve Patreon. You can check out their Twitter account for that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with some information on how you can support the different podcasts that are out there. And then again, I think you'll hear an ad at the end of this. I don't know. We'll figure out how this works. We're, we're learning. We're learning along with you as you listen. Um, but Matt, besides the ten twelve network, where can the people find the podcast? Another the podcast. On Twitter or X, I still call it Twitter. Um, at the Baird and Pod, you can find it at the website thebairdandpod.com. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Matt underscore Workman. And Joe, where can people find you if they want to hear more of your beautiful voice or read some of your work? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or X or Zeding or whatever it's called now. I will um, not call it Zeding ever. <laughs> That's stupid. Um, I'm going to call it that just to annoy you now. Um, no, you can find me on Elon's Wonder World of Fun at the underscore Joe underscore Goodman. Um, and you can also find my stuff on ourdailybears.com. So I will have uh, I have football content coming out. I've already written a couple of things, as we mentioned, like around Baylor Plus um there's some other stuff i've done on there recently and then um also talked about baylor plus a little bit on a special edition of our daily podcast over there um so yeah go check out that stuff check out all the stuff that all the odb folks do um they do some really cool stuff there's also an article that was dropped recently from noelle kakimoto um who's on our team she is uh hawaiian she lives in hawaii um and check that out check out uh, that yeah she dropped an article that that has um, some history in it and some information about what's going on with the wildfires over there in Hawaii right now, um, along with um, some tweets and some links that you can look at for uh, different charities that are doing things to help people on the ground right now. Um, it's an absolutely heartbreaking thing. So I do recommend if you haven't heard about this, please go look it up. If you have the means to help, please do so um, with whatever you're able, because it's it's really tough what's going on over there. It's extremely tragic. And a lot of these people, believe it or not, um, they're having to kind of see this happen while people are still trying to come vacation where they are um, and having to listen to people complain about their, their vacations and stuff. And I have heard some terrible horror stories of people that are on vacation that are dealing with crazy stuff out there. I'm not talking about those kinds of people. I'm talking about like people that are like, Oh, why did my, like, I wanted to go out there. I can't, I have to go somewhere else now. Um, This is a big deal. So um, these are our American brothers and sisters, so support them in any way you can. So check out that piece on ODB by Noel. Um, and uh, and yeah, so that's where you can find me and my stuff and my little emotional appeal there on what's going on. Um, but yeah, Matt. Before we go, I want to ask you a question, Joe. Oh, yeah, hit me, hit me. Did you happen to watch the like Johnny Manziel Netflix? I haven't yet. No, no, I haven't. Okay, yet. I'm I'm going to. But I just have not yet. I've I watched it, and it's very good, very well done. You know, they do those untold docu sports documentaries. They do a very good job. There are some things in there that are, I'm just getting the vibe, are like not true. 
Okay. I will Some watch it. Say, we'll like, there's no way that's true because <laughs> I have I, I've, I've watched those games. So like, I'll let you watch it before I go into it. But like, some things I'm saying, this is bullshit. What you're saying right now. <laughs> Deal. All right. I will go watch. But anyway, until next time. As always, man. Sick and bears. Sick and bears. Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.